Hey kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. Today I'm recording this on my phone in my room and I'm going to be coloring as I do this. My dog is sitting here next to me, so in case there's any weird noises, it's probably from him. And I just wanted to talk about life because it's been a minute since I've made a podcast. I returned from France after being there for a few weeks and... I think everything that happened while I was in France, just like emotional stuff, something else happened, just all hit me once I came home and I was super tired. And I thought at first it was just like the time travel moment that really made me tired like that. And then as I was talking to my friend, you know, she was like, you've been on go for about 18 days so like it makes sense that you know you're tired and burnt out and prior to that I was like really hating on myself for not being productive for just like sitting outside and smoking weed all day and instead of like you know allowing my body rest for what it needed after that trip and the return trip home My carry-on bag was like over 20 pounds, so that really fucked up my back, my pelvis, and so I was in so much pain for the first few days of being home, and everything was just getting so overwhelming for me, like my anxiety was at a high, and I needed to like get rid of the clutter and social media was taking a really big impact on my like mental health and I decided to take a spiritual detox little retreat in my backyard and turned off my like I turned my phone on airplane mode and just sat with myself for two days and in those two days like I had so many epiphanies on my life and just realized like I was not going in the right direction at all I thought social media was what I wanted, and it just was not. It was a driving force to, like, a lot of my anxieties and perfectionism, and it became kind of obsessive and almost compulsive with social media. And I think it was something I didn't want to admit to myself because I think society has this view already on social media and it's like oh my god everyone's addicted to their phones everyone's addicted to social media and I didn't want to sit there and admit that social media was impacting me in that kind of way and like was really getting me like to this obsessive and you know acting compulsively based on those like anxieties and fears that I had surrounding social media and surrounding how others perceived me and just really trying to prove to everyone else that I am not this mentally ill, crazy girl anymore and that I'm normal and that I'm thriving. And I kept looking at the fact that I wanted to make up for last, like lack time from when I was you know locked up and stuff. And I did that in the complete wrong way. When I was a teenager, all we did was like, you know, lay in bed, hang out with friends and just relax and enjoy life and I took it as making up for that time as being like hardcore about my work like working super hard until I'm like literally ill like stressing myself out about everything trying to run like four Instagram accounts at once while trying to keep up with the analytics of each of them and have its own brand for each of the 
you know, it was a lot to keep up with and it was just not what I wanted. I was just really trying to be on social media to show the world that I am not mentally ill and crazy and this like fuck up of a person anymore and it was driving me insane like it was like I was trying to prove to people that I wasn't crazy when in doing so was making me crazy inside and I was just like double checking my Instagram stories to make sure that there were no like spelling or grammar issues like I was looking up words that I've spelled several times throughout my entire life but I was like, oh my God, what if I'm spelling it wrong? Like it started to look weird in my head. My face and body like started to distort the more I was looking at it. Like it just got really bad. I started watching my like stories from everyone's point of view. Like there's certain people that I like, you know, like kind of know. I would look at my stories through their point of view and do that for like every single person that watched me. And a lot of these people, I don't even know them now like I once knew them in their past version and they don't know me in my current version but somehow I'm like trying to like see how they're like viewing it and perceiving it and it just got completely out of control and on TikTok the tarot readers were making me think that someone was gonna come back in my life and it just got so so bad it really did. It got so bad. Like I was questioning everything I was posting. I didn't want to post something that I felt true to because I didn't want it to come across as like controversial. And I don't want, you know, I wanted to keep my safe, my Instagram, like this safe, like uplifting place. And I think for a lot of people like that, there's been people that have told me that that's what it was for them. And for me, it was not that. Like, I was too overly concerned with keeping up with this, like, not perfection, but, like, that I'm okay, I guess. And just with all of this, I just realized, like, I had never even wanted to be, like, famous. Like, it was always this thing for me that was kind of, like... If I ever got famous, I would want to do it like under an anonymous kind of name so that no one because I the idea of like paparazzi following you everywhere and fans like recognizing you is like actually terrifying to me. Like I have a lot of anxieties around um, crimes being committed against me or like people breaking into my house and stuff like that. And so that would just be extraordinarily heightened. I didn't like the fact that people had so much access to me, like people that I didn't even know that would like find me and like want to have conversations with me and some of those people we had good conversations and I just knew none of it was going anywhere like I have no intention to hop on a plane to wherever to go see someone that I met on Instagram so I'm just entertaining these kind of conversations that bring me nothing at all and even when the ones that I wouldn't entertain, it was like they would come back nonstop no matter how many times I'm like not entertaining them. And it just is like, it just got like draining. It just got annoying. Like, I don't think it's healthy for really just society in general. Like as human beings, I don't think it's just, it's like helpful and healthy that we can check up on all these different people and that all these different people can check up on us. Because I know for me, being able to like look up different people on Instagram was not helpful for me. And I didn't like the fact that people could do that to me. 
I don't know, it just made me feel really weird. Um, I've just always had a really big fear um, when it comes to like my safety. Um, and I don't know, I just was getting weird and I just was getting like paranoid like that. Like I'd post something on Instagram and next thing you know, someone would like show up there or just something like that. Like I was just getting really, really paranoid. And so I just needed to get rid of Instagram so I deleted all my Instagrams and I originally had decided to just keep the Instagram for this podcast so that I could like get it going and it brought a lot of fears because my photography business is fully on social media. I run it through Facebook and through Instagram and I just couldn't do it. Just I was feeling like some of the people that I was working with on a consistent basis were wanting to almost use me like they weren't really like wanting to support me more like because as I started telling some people when I was coming back from Paris like I'm only accepting paid jobs I I offer model rates because if this is gonna be my my own like income like I need to actually make an income like I can't keep doing these like collaborative shoots and it was like as soon as I would tell some of these people that were so overly hyped about wanting to work with me and had said it the entire time I was in Paris, suddenly they were like, oh, actually, I don't really need to work with you anymore or like blah, blah, blah. And it's not like my rate is anything insane, but it was like if you want to work with me and you want to collab with me like as friends, like you would you would assume that they would want to offer to pay you just because it's your business. You know what I mean? Like at least I know, like, my best friend, like, she wants me to take pictures of her and her boyfriend, and she was, like, I'll pay you, and it's, like, that's my fucking best friend, and she's offering to pay me because she's supporting me, and she's supporting my business, and so I just found that I was, like, coming across a lot of people that wanted to be a part of my life and to support me just so that it would benefit them, and I just didn't like it. I didn't like that my connections weren't authentic, And now that I don't have any form of social media, I deleted every single social media I have. I deleted all my YouTube videos. And so really the only way people can connect with me, I guess in a way, like is through this podcast. And I'm just hoping that people who need this podcast will come across this podcast on its own and it'll just be manifested in that way that whoever's aligned will get it. And like, you know, people can start spreading it around to other people they may think that need it. And the same for my photography, it's just going to be like a word of the mouth situation. But people can't contact me unless you have my email or my phone number. I went through my contacts and I deleted so many numbers and I probably have like less than 40 numbers. And I want to say that at least half of those are like family or like roadside assistance or stuff like that. Um... And I just did it because it's like, if I don't fuck with you anymore, like you're not in my contacts. And so if your number pops up and you are in my contact, I'm not texting you back because there's a reason for that. There's a reason. I don't just kick people out of my life for no reason. Um, I don't know if like, I feel like everyone actually has a reason every time they do that, but maybe that's not the case. But I know for me that if you're not in my contacts, I won't be texting you back. Because I just can't deal with this. Like, I just want a simple life. Like, I want... I really wish that people could only contact me through mail. Like, I genuinely do. 
one, I'm naturally paranoid that people are, like, trying to use me and, you know, whatever, whatever that's for, like, monetary gain, like, um, through, like, my car or through, you know, my body or whatever like that. And so then having social media, just, it just really increased all of that. I think a lot of people made assumptions about my life, and I think in Paris especially, there was um, a lot of assumptions possibly made about um, the income status of my family, and it just bothers me. That has been, like, something that has literally followed me around my entire life, like, since I can remember. People just always have to comment on how much money my parents have or how much... I am doing this or I get to travel this amount X or whatever and it's such a weird thing to feel because I think like for a lot of people who don't experience this and I've I've met quite a few people especially in high school who do experience this or have experienced this and it's just like really really frustrating that like your life is somehow altered because of how much your parents make. Like, it's just really weird how people can really change their point of view on you based on what your parents do for a living. I think it's, like, really strange. Like, it's something that I recently started realizing, and so I try not to ask people, like, especially when I was, like, dating, like, try not to ask people what their parents do because I think it just has no reflection on the person at all. Um, but for some reason, like, society really just has a lot of weird, I don't even know what the word is, but just, like, the fact that, like, when someone deletes Instagram, everyone thinks that they died. Like, I think that's so terrifying in society that someone could just delete Instagram and, like, that's the immediate thing that everyone goes through is that, that they're not okay or that they're, they somehow died or something like that. Like, I don't know. But it just made me start realizing like how fucking weird this assess like how fucking weird the society is when it comes to social media because I was sitting in the waiting room at physical therapy and everyone was on their phones and there was one girl, like she was probably like eight, and she's just climbing around on her chair waiting because she didn't have a phone. And it's just, like, so crazy. It was, like, zombies, like, all of us on our phone. And I was, like, remembering when I went to this doctor's office when I was younger and where my parents would tell me to bring a book or a coloring book or something to do to keep me busy. And now we just bring our phones and are just on them. Not having social media has, like, really had an adjustment to my life because since social media was my job, I really did lose, like, a lot and I spent so much time and so much of my mental energy was put into social media and now that it's gone it's been really weird really really strange I do feel at times like lonelier because social media also connected you to the world even if you weren't even talking to other people you were still connected just by like scrolling through stories and things like that and so that's definitely been hard for me making that adjustment. I was just realizing that my career was not exactly what I wanted. I think when it comes to the whole like people perceiving me and things like that, like I really tried to control the way 
that I was being perceived and it's just an issue with me like I realized in Paris how bad my control issues are and it's something that I'm working on with my psychiatrist and my therapist right now to figure out if there's something underlying there like possibly like OCD as opposed to like autism or whatever we think the diagnosis is but it's looking like I definitely have like a good amount of OCD traits as of now nothing has been like officially diagnosed um but that to me feels more aligned with anything that I've been diagnosed with in the past and as I've like reflected on it I can definitely see it throughout childhood especially the perfectionism like that one is definitely one that gets me and I think that's why it's really hard for me to take criticism from other people because I already like completely berate and criticize the fuck out of myself and then think that I'm like this failure and whatever. And then for someone else to like confirm almost that like those beliefs I feel about myself are true is like really hard for me. Um, Like I don't like, it's like I can say I don't like that like I don't care when people don't like me and then it's the same time it's like I really do care and like I really do want to be accepted and that was something that I kind of thought I had gotten over until I got to Paris and after I got you know got back and was thinking it was just like I do care a lot about what people think more than I should and more than I admitted to myself Along with that is when I realized that, like, really I think what would fulfill me the most in life is to just be a stay-at-home mom and, like, raise my kids, have fun with them, explore with them, teach them, like, possibly even, like, homeschool them because the idea of the life that I want for myself and also just for my children is a very, like, unconventional way of living, but also with a conventional way and, like, traditional gender roles, which is, like, why it's kind of weird, um, and I think like accepting that was really hard for myself because I think we're in a stage of like society where a lot of people are choosing not to have kids. And I think that that's a great decision that if like you really believe that you cannot take care of a child, by all means, do not have children. Like, I don't think that there's any shame in that at all. And I think that the society right now is placing this huge value on independent females and being a boss ass bitch and having to grind and doing all this when I really just really like actually enjoy the traditional roles of like, you know, being a stay at home mom and the dad like taking care of the family. And you know what I mean? Like, as long as it's like a mutual trust, which like trust is a huge thing for me. So that would have to be a part of it anyway, because I don't like being dependent on people. And I would have to feel like a sense of security within that. But I was really scared how that would be perceived, not only by like society, but also just by the people closest to me. I didn't want it to come across like I was trying to be lazy or like that I can't take care of myself when like it's very obvious that I'm an independent human being. But I also didn't want it like how it would come across to like society when we very much are this like independent you know, I'm not gonna, I don't need a rich man, I'll be the rich woman type of situation. And it just was really fucking with my head because I was just, the more and more that I was trying to figure out what aligned and what would full like fulfill me, it was just that. It was being a mom, staying at home, like taking care of them, teaching them. So obviously now that I've like figured that out and accepted that, 
I'm kind of like, well, what are the next steps? Because I am single and I will be single till at least the beginning of November because I decided to commit to myself for six months and I broke up with my ex at the beginning of May. So that's six months is beginning of November. And when you want to be a stay-at-home mom, one, you kind of need a partner. And then on top of that, you need to be able to have children. So these are things that I'm trying to figure out what to do in the meantime. I thought about being like a nanny for a rich family in Paris. I thought about um, doing some other like volunteer type stuff for children, children or whatever. I just am really passionate about children. And any work that I have ever wanted to do has always involved some kind of children, like pediatrician or um, adolescent psych. You know, it's always been kids. I just think kids are like the most innocent creatures. And I honestly believe that it's never the kid's fault. I think it's always the parent's fault or the village that they're surrounded in because kids are innocent. And when they're lying, it's likely for a reason. And they learned that lying behavior from someone else. And it's probably because they don't feel safe saying what they actually want to say to whoever they're talking to. And that's because that person hasn't created a safe space for them to open up and be, or that they're too controlling and they feel the need to lie, whatever. Anyway, so I'm still trying to figure out what that looks like. I've been getting into writing, especially when I like was in my little two day detox. And I've always really liked writing. I've thought about creative writing before. So you know, I'm just trying to explore some interests and just giving myself like time and just understanding that like with every wrong career choice, like I'm one step closer to the right one and I'm only 22. Like I have plenty of time to figure all this shit out and it doesn't need to be figured out right now. And also it doesn't mean that I'm some mentally ill, crazy girl just because I'm at where I'm at right now compared to the other people that I grew up with that I'm comparing myself to. So I just, I feel like there's just been a lot that's been reflecting in my mind and social media was just one of the bigger ones. And it was something I'd been saying for a while, like the day I can get off social media is the day I will. And it just was like, fucking do it then. Like, what is, what are you waiting for? Like, I was just really scared because it was like kind of my job at that point. It just wasn't fulfilling me and I was just really questioning everything and even just this podcast like for a moment I thought about not doing again it I just feel this insane amount of pressure to like perform and whenever I would like go to record podcasts like when I would sit down to record them I got like the worst performing anxiety and I feel like my words were jumbled I feel like I started over every two seconds And I could not keep my train of thought going. And I just always felt like I wasn't saying what I was trying to say. And I would go back and listen to them and be like, that's not what I meant to say. Or I hope that didn't come across like this. And I just am constantly like thinking about that kind of stuff. Even when I'm just doing my podcast, I'm like, I feel the urge sometimes to be like, from my point of view or in my life. And it's like, obviously, you're talking about it from your point of view in your life. And it just feels like I need to like say it because I just, I really feel like I want, like I do need to control the way that people perceive me and it's really bad. And honestly, just my control issues in general are just really bad and they've just been escalated and highlighted more and more. 
you know, with like my eating issues, which correlates to me vaping because vaping somehow makes me feel safe and secure and like I'm under control when it comes to my eating because of the nicotine. And it's just this constant thing. Like I got off vaping and then got back on in Paris and I haven't been able to get off. And it's just like, there's just so many things in my life that I like get very particular and like feel like I need to control so that I have this sense of like safety and like stability with inside me. And it really is just like an illusion, but like Paris was like the most magical city and it was that was definitely the trip of a lifetime. Like I had never had more fun in my entire life. I love Paris and I hope to be back there soon. And in the meantime, I'm just going to be, like, traveling and trying to figure out each step of the way. I think I talked about it in my last podcast or the one before that, where I have these, like, five concepts of, like, life that I know would, like, fulfill me. And so I'll just quickly run through them again. But make an impact on this world, travel the world, build a safe home for my children, fairy tale like, love story, and be surrounded by those aligned with me, like, i.e. my soul family. So I've been trying to think about what I can do in this present moment to align myself to those five things. Because obviously I am single. And so, you know, a fairy tale love story isn't going to come along. And especially since I'm being single until November 9th, like that's just not happening. But I can, in the meantime, work on my attachment issues. I can work on my control issues, my trust issues. I can unlearn behaviors from past relationships, really work on my self-worth and make sure that I am picky about who comes in my life and who I let in my body and my sacral space. So I think that that's something I can do for now. And the same with the like building a safe home for my children is like, I'm not, don't have a partner, not having children, still have an IUD, but my kids' first home is going to be my body. And so in the meantime, I can take care of my body. And so I'm going to, like, you know, try and actually quit vaping, you know. Um, I'm smoking weed less. I'm going to use more, like, natural products, nourish my body, like, sufficiently because I don't always. I'm going to exercise, you know, work on, like, my inner child, make sure I'm taking my meds, make sure I'm keeping up with doctor's appointments, just really taking care of what their first home is actually gonna be which is my body and speaking of that like I am going to be getting surgery which is like awful and terrifying but the screw in the back like the screw in my back um I'm pretty positive it's not in the right place or that it's moved or something but it needed to be removed before I got pregnant anyway or my body would not stretch the way it needs to. And I have no intention on getting pregnant anytime soon. But it's like kind of like why not just do it now. And also I think that screw is just causing a lot of other issues. Especially my period. And just I think like it's like I, th- I don't think it's right. Because there's times where I feel like my hip is like literally dislocated from my leg. um, Like as I'm walking. And then it will just kind of like pop back in place a little bit. So... I don't think that's right. So I'm definitely like gonna, we're getting the process started to get the scans and the surgery, which is terrifying because it really brings up all those like 
trauma from that first experience and it's like I'm knowingly walking into that same experience with not the same pain obviously like that was there was a lot of other issues that came with that pain but just the pain and I'm probably gonna be like either in a wheelchair or using my walker again like who knows if we'll have to get like a hospital bed for downstairs again like it's just like I don't want to think about any of that And it's, like, really hard for me knowing I'm walking into it Um, instead of it being, like, something that just happened and I had to keep going anyway. How I can, like, make an impact on the day-to-day world is just by, like, being kind and authentic, having empathy for everyone, standing up for the innocent, being generous, paying for people's Starbucks... Just, like, bringing this, like, natural joy and, like, kindness into the world. Just slowly making an impact on each person's day instead of bringing them extra stress, bringing them joy. Um, and then traveling the world, I am just, like, saving money um, aside. I am going to be doing more, like, Pinterest board inspos, which is actually really funny because I was reorganizing my, my Pinterest board and I found this picture I had put in there from probably like 2018, 2019. And it was a view of the Eiffel Tower. And it was so crazy because we literally had that same exact view, except ours was like two buildings in front. But it was literally the same view. And so I took one of the pictures that I, you know, took from my camera and I like made it all like pink and like magical and I made it my wallpaper because I was just like I really hella manifested that like two or three years ago I posted basically the same thing but we actually got better of a view and I did that with another travel moment too in New York City and so that's just like something I'm going to be doing in the meantime um listening to music and other languages like I don't speak French I don't understand it but French music is beautiful The last one is, like, being surrounded by those aligned with me, like, my soul family. So I'm just really going to be, like, reciprocating energy and supporting the people who support me, regardless if they're in a good or negative place, and the same for me. And if I find myself not wanting to tell people certain things, that probably means that I'm not necessarily aligned with them. And so I'm really just kind of being picky about my life, honestly, I'm being picky with who I allow into my life, who I allow, you know, around my energy and just my space, I guess. Like my vessel of a body is just being more protected and I'm trying to take care of it more. Focus on the little things because Instagram and social media and all that shit just is so unbelievably toxic like I don't I know we all talk about how like crazy social media is like toxic and stuff and I just don't know why we haven't done anything about it because it is so dangerous for the mental health and well-beings of children and just anyone but the generation just growing up like has I grew up in pretty much the year where at my middle school, we were the first ones in the district to get iPads. And social media came out when I was like, Instagram probably came out when I was in like fifth or sixth grade and all my friends had it. So it's just this whole like growing up in that like technological era 
and social media era is so awful. Thinking about middle school and how they would do like TBHs and rate me's where like you would post a picture of yourself and you would put rate me in the comment and then everyone would rate you between one and ten. And so when you see some of your friends, you know, getting like eights and you're getting sixes or some boys are saying you're four, some boys are saying you're nines. It's like fucking with your head like crazy, like you're 13, 14 years old. And then when Ask FM came out, like that is the devil. Like who the fuck allowed Ask FM to exist? But you would put it in your bio and then people could ask you anonymous questions. That was just the start of cyberbullying, like 100% in the anonymous form. It's like all these things and a lot of this stuff just really became popular like while I was in middle school, which is like the worst time of everyone's life, I feel like. At least mine, it was definitely awful. Like I feel like I've blocked out so much of middle school. It's just a brutal time frame, I feel like, really just for a lot of people in in general. And then to throw in like social media and all that, it's just, it this it's so toxic, like I'm really just going back to the simpler life and basically if you don't have my number, actually it's not even that because it's like I have to have your number at this point because I'm not responding to people who have my number but I don't have theirs. So yeah, this is the end of the podcast. Like I know it's been a minute since my last podcast. There's just been a lot going on in my life and I just needed time to myself to figure out what in the fuck was going on and what was causing so much anxiety and how to make it stop I also just don't want to be putting pressure on myself when it comes to this podcast either because then it just ruins the fun for me like it's really supposed to be this like healing cathartic thing for me and if I feel like pressure to do it or performance anxiety to do it it's not fun and I really want to be in a place where I can just talk more freely with like so much less editing which is like what's happening in this episode. And I just was getting too into my head about it. And so I want things to just be more flow with it. And so I can't guarantee that there will be an episode every week. However, I'm going to do my best. I just really want to put my best foot forward and make sure that what I'm saying is like, I'm really aligned with it and I truly believe it. Because I just noticed that some of the other podcasts I've said that I think that I just was kind of like what the fuck were you saying why did you say that i guess that's the end of this podcast and i hope you guys enjoy this episode and i will talk to you in the next one and in the meantime stay cool be you peace